Friend Heather LaFoy. <laughs> I just rolled that right on out of the way. Yeah. Let's, let's get you, yeah. Come on up here. Oh, that could have been bad. Yeah. I told y'all today would be a little different. And today you also, am I blocked? Am I in the way? Is my bald head in the way? Always. Always. <laughs> yeah, Nelson say big melon. All right. Um, hey. Howdy. Um, tell everyone what's going on in your hearts, guys. Um, so, when I came to Safe Haven, I was 23 years old. <laughs> I was... Um, I was young and dumb. <laughs> um, so I'm from Tuscaloosa. I'm from Northport. Long story. Uh, this story's so long. I'll try to make it short. Um, we got plenty we, of time, yeah, brother. So we were if you a, need to leave, hey, yeah. just go ahead. And, uh, hey, this is Safe Haven. Um, we're a little bit different in quite literally every way we could possibly be different. Um, so if you need to go... You can leave here, and I assure you, not a soul will ever say anything. That's perfectly fine. We understand if you need to go. So just know that. Um, take as much time as you need. Okay. Brother. So when I came in, I was 23 years old. I was from here, um, grew up literally two miles down the road. And so this is, this is the turf I grew up on. And so um, me and Heather were married, young, um, Started uh, getting into some John Piper and R.C. Sproul, dipping in that little reform bucket a little bit. <laughs> and uh, literally, we would, I was at the church I grew up at, and we would come home and we would log into this, this uh, wild dude out in Seattle named Mark Driscoll and, and watch some uh, expository sermons. And man, I was, I, was, uh, I was the epitome of the young, restless, and reformed. Okay, that was me. And so I found out through reading... Uh, there was a church ministry through Mars Hill called Resurgence and started reading those books. And if y'all know me, I love to read books. <laughs> and then I, I dove into um, Acts 29 and uh, that's how I got plugged in with this guy. And so I remember driving literally down this road to our home one day. Um, and uh, I told Heather, it's like, how awesome would it be to be in a church that where we could just walk through books of the Bible like we do like we go home and we watch every Sunday. And then we found that in Tuscaloosa. I was like, no freaking way does this exist in Tuscaloosa. In and a so, theater. Yeah, in a theater. And so um, I hit up Troy, I think, over Twitter. Sent you a Twitter message, I think, like when Twitter was still a thing. I don't even know if that's still, alive. Uh, still going or not. But uh, I reached out and I was like, hey, man, what is Acts 29? I'm so interested in it. Like at this point, I'm 23 years old, again, young and dumb. I'm going to go move to New York City and plant this booming intercultural church, and it's going to be awesome. Again, I was a moron. Um, And so I got to dive in, and we had a conversation at, I think, over some tacos. Mm -hmm. I love tacos. So we went to Taco Casa. And uh, I just remember being with him, and we talked about theology. We talked about where the Lord was. I was in seminary at the time doing my undergrad. and I remember he told me, he, you need to be with a tribe that speaks your language. That was the last thing he told me. And a couple weeks later, we just started going to Safe Haven. Um, 
just visiting. That would have been at the end of 2012. And here we are 10 years in, um, and the Lord has just, it's been a ride, man. It's been in this body that, um, that I've grown in the gospel, grown in my understandings of grace, um, walked through infertility, um, invited three children um, into my family, um, all kind of stuff. And so church planting has always been um, at the crux of my heart. It's always been there. I've always like just been battling it. How many conversations have we had about church? Lots. At least a thousand. Um, Twenty thousand a day. <laughs> and so at twenty three, he was like, eh, "I don't know if you're ready, man." <laughs> and I, I praise God because I was not ready. Um, but the Lord has just been working on our mind and Heather's heart. Which, if you want to speak to this, you can. I think she is not wanting to speak at all. Um, this is so She's not, not even want to be sitting here. This is not her at all. Um, and so back in. Let's see, it was probably a couple years ago. We were really praying through two places. Um, we were playing, praying through New Orleans and Mobile, Alabama. And so, y'all just grant me grace, okay? And so we went down to New Orleans to do like a, a vision trip and to uh, think through, like, is this what the Lord wants us to do? And and after many a conversation, Heather was just like, she just broke down in tears like, Tyler, I can't do it. This is not it. This is not it. And I'm okay. And I was okay with that. Like, if the Lord calls you to go somewhere, he's going to call your wife too because it's a, it's a family thing. And so we stepped away from that. And we, we were like, we won't talk about it anymore, and we'll just see what happens. So October rolled around, last October of 22. And Mobile got really heavy on our hearts. Um, and so... We started praying, and we started exploring, and then we entered into a conversation with the elder team, and we started connecting with our Acts 29 connections. Um, Summit Crossing up in Huntsville, who is our sister Acts 29 church, they're kind of the hub of planting for the southeast, I guess that'd be fair to say. Um, and so I went and met with David Thu, and I was like, hey man, who's their director of church planting? He's like, hey man, I feel this in me, me and my family, like help, help me walk through this. And so he connected me. This is where it gets cool, how the Lord works. He connected me with a guy named Lance Nicholson, who had planted, in, by the way, Zero, really. of all last names, of all last names, spelled exactly the same. I just can't get away from the Nicholson. Stuck. Um, and Praise so he, the Lord. Yeah. And so he connected me with Lance Nicholson down in uh, Mobile, who, who was from there, um, we have same similar. I mean, the same, not similar. The same theological convictions, the same uh, DNA of vision, um, and so I called him back in October just to know what is the spiritual climate of Mobile like. What is it like to to plant a church there? What it, help me out? I, I have no idea what this looks like. I, I, I have no family there. I have no connections there. Um, walk me through this. And so he just kind of walked me through what his journey had been like planning because he had planted before in the past and um, what the climate is like down there. And by the end of the conversation, I had shared my vision for what church planning would look like. And he shared his vision. And he said, hey, man, um, what would you think about us partnering together? I've been wanting to reap, to plant again. Could we partner together and to do a new work in Mobile? 
And I'm just going to be real with you. I was real hesitant on a partnership. I'm like, eh, what does this mean? You know, what does that look like? And so with that said, over the course of, I mean, since February, January, yeah, January-ish, we've made several trips down there and talked about vision and and how this could work, a partnership. And so what it looks like is we're going to co-pastor a church plant together. Um, Eric, you can go ahead and throw that up if you want. Um, and so it's going to be called Grace Table um, Church. And so I just think it's, I think it's a cool name. Um, Amen. <laughs> yeah. For multiple reasons. Um, this church has been a rich, rich grace to me and Heather. I, I just... I look out and I see faces of people who have walked with us through dark times, hard times, and who've celebrated with us in good times. I think of you sitting around my dinner table and sharing your struggles and your pains. And it's, I just, I'm thankful. It's, it's all, all is grace. My, one of my favorite um, theologians, Brendan Manning, his memoir is all is grace. And it's just true. The good times, these incredibly hard times, and the expectant times to come, they're all grace. And so um, I'm just excited. I'm excited to see um, what's to come. And I, I'm so thankful that you have allowed me into your lives. Um, and you've been vulnerable with me um, and, and allowed me to enter into your lives. And so... So I'm just thankful for that. I don't even, none of this is going to be cohesive, so I don't know where I'm at. Uh, So the Lord is stirring in our heart to go, and a couple weeks ago, we were like, you know, we just got to do this. We just got to do it. This is right. We know it's right. The Lord's connected us with a like-minded brother that we can do this with together, which has always been my desire um, to to co-pastor with someone. And so... I, I, the Lord's just worked out some really cool stuff. And so I guess, do you want me to get into details? Yeah, yeah. go so for it. What that looks like is... Um, and that, do let me interject this. Yeah, sure. You're going to have lots of questions in the days that come. Lots of them. Today is a launching point of nine more weeks. You're going to be... You're going to have... It's going to be... It's going to be LaFoy Sundays for the next nine weeks um, where you're going to hear a ton. Today's the launching point. So if he doesn't cover everything, just know that You'll have plenty more time to hear about the rest, okay? All right, so go for it. So the big question is that I've been asked um, is why Mobile? And so um, if you're familiar with Acts 29 on the network or whatever pages, Mobile is the last city, the last large city in Alabama with no church, with no Acts 29 church there. There is nobody in our tribe. Not that that is that there's not... You know, people that are walking through books of the Bible, because there are, um, there's fantastic churches down there. We just want to go partner alongside them and be another light. Um, So statistics, if you geek out on statistics, uh, 38.7% of Mobilians claim no religious affiliation whatsoever. That's a pretty high percentage um, to be in the Deep South. Um, And so... Another, another um, statistic, in 2019, LifeWay Research um, did a, a study for church plants, and they said um, 
In 2019, the stats of church closures for Protestant churches exceeded those that were being planted. So 4,500 churches closed, three, only 3,000 were launched. And so there's a great need. Um, there's a huge need. And Mobile, I don't know if you're, for those of you who have been there, um, has a lot of similarities with New Orleans, which is kind of just cool how the Lord has orchestrated that. Um, but, but there's some real spiritual darkness down there um, in the city. And so um, <laughs> we, drove, we go driving through uh, the neighborhoods uh, with the kids and like, hey, Dad, <laughs> hopefully you'll catch on to this. Uh, Piper <laughs> looks out the windows, hey, Dad, there's a lot of covenant flags on these houses. You know, like, I'll, you know, because like she's connecting rainbows to the covenant. Praise God she is. Um, and so I'm just saying, it's a different cultural climate down there um, than it is here. And so um, we're excited to just go and to, by God's grace, step into the darkness. By his mercy and kindness to be an agent to dispel darkness. And so... Um, and we believe you will. And, and so that's the spiritual side of things. Practically, yeah. and I know a lot of people know some of the things, but what does that mean practically for your family? Like, What does that mean that we're about to uproot in yeah. practical, tangible ways and move to Mobile? Yeah. So practically, um, we need to get some jobs down there. <laughs> so um, being a church plant, right, I'm going to be bivocational to start out with. And so, um, so prayers... These are some prayer points. If you want to jot these down in your phone or on your, on your mental, in your mental note, um, jobs are huge. Um, these are just real practical things. <laughs> um, I have an opportunity, a possible opportunity, and I would love, I, I don't want to get into the details, an opportunity possibly opened up where I can be teaching full-time Bible at a private Christian school. Of all jobs to do, praise the Lord if that works out. <laughs> like, and so, um, yeah, let's pray it into existence. Yeah, let's so pray. y'all, please, please beg the Lord. And so it's really headed in the right direction via email, but there's no thing signed yet. And so be praying for that. Um, Heather's got to get a job. Um, she quit her job on Friday that she absolutely adored. Um, it's just funny how the Lord works this year. She finally got her dream job of gifted <laughs> in the dream school scenario. And the Lord's like, See you later, you know, and so it's kind of, yeah, it was a great year. And so um, it's, it's kind of been like our story too, how the Lord has worked. But um, so she's got to get a job, which I'm not, I am somewhat concerned because neither one of us have jobs, but she should be able to land something um, being a teacher down there. So be praying. If you want to pray specifically, pray she can land a gifted job. That'd be awesome. That's what she really wants to do. Um, But we're, again, we're happy with whatever. Um, And so jobs, uh, child care. Um, we got to get our kids in some schools, <laughs> in some child care situation. Again, the private school thing, there's an opportunity there that they get in. And also Mobile does K3 and K4 programs. So our oldest two could possibly get into that as well. So prayer for that. Um, three, um, our home. <laughs> it's dusty in here. There's a lot of allergies in here. That home has been such a beacon of grace. I remember Kobe and Jeremiah and Cayman as students worshiping in my living room when I was the student pastor here. We didn't have a place to worship. And I remember y'all crowding around my couch 
as a community group when Heather's utterly broken over infertility and praying for her for healing. And I remember sitting down at the table with each of you to have a meal, to break bread. And, God, that almost been a grace. And so prayers that somebody else could step in and carry that. That's what I, I pray for. It. I know it's just a structure. It's just a structure. There's nothing sacred about the structures, what goes on in it. And so um, I posted this morning a Matt Carter quote, a shared table is a shared life. And so I pray that whoever moves into that home will have a shared life with the community. And so be praying for that. Because it's just a unique situation. For those of you who've been in my house, you know what I'm talking about. I live across the street from um, the literal projects. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a unique sale. Um, and so prayers that the Lord would not only provide um, the means, because we definitely have to sell it. Like, that's a real thing. It's got it's to be sold. Um, but more than that, I really pray that it would be someone who would invest their life there. And so um, there's that. Oh, I'm sure I'm missing something. No. Uh, so just practical. Oh, uh, yeah, we got to find somewhere to live down there. Um, so there's that. Um, <laughs> it's just a small thing. Yeah, just, uh, just details. And honestly, just pray for me um, and Heather both. Like, our head, my head is spinning. I can't. Uh, Heather has been, and that's another thing. Heather has been incredible through this. And I think the elders could speak to that as well. Um, I have wanted to pump the brakes a lot through this process. And Heather's like, hey, hey, honey, like, this is right. We're called to this. We've talked about this. We trust the Lord. He is the one who's going to keep us. He's going to sustain us. Look at what he's done. He's going to do this. And so she has been, you've been incredible. You've been incredible. And so thank you. Um, But where was I going with that? I don't know. Again, I'm not cohesive. Uh, no, you're, I was just going to amen. That you, yeah, and so she's way better than you. She really is. <laughs> she really is. Um, but I'm, you know, yeah, that's right. Boat. And so, uh, yeah, those are the practical things to pray for. Um, those are big things. Um, and just, yeah, so head spinning, lots going on. Prayers that we can focus. Um, I am. I am. <laughs> The best way I can describe it, I'm so excited, and I'm eager to see what the Lord will do, and I am simultaneously um, just kind of shattered because I'm losing something here. Yeah. You know, gaining something there, but I'm losing something huge here. Yeah. Um, and so, and I said this with Tuck a couple weeks ago, it's definitely not a gospel goodbye, it's just a gospel see you later. Um, my family's still here, um, my parents are here, my sister's here, my nieces and Heather's oldest sister's here, and so... Um, we do plan to come back, um, to hopefully to stop in and hug your necks um, every now and then. So, yeah, yeah. So, just to reiterate, I know you caught it, but uh, we need to, we need to sell this house. So that's one way practically we can right off the bat. The the moment that you see the yard sign go up, which most of you wouldn't drive through there anyway, but <laughs> the, the moment you hear of his yard sign going up um, is the moment that we share it. We share it on social media. We tell people, hey, this is going on. Hey, here's a house. You know, this kind of thing. And we can help in that way. And, and then we also pray that his house sells for $3 million. That'd be awesome. So That'd be awesome. let's pray for that. And, um, and we'll pray that the Lord convinces him to give me a 10% cut of that. Um, <laughs> so you, you mentioned the bittersweet. Yeah. 
Um, and so for the church, this is obviously bittersweet because we watched Tyler grow. We watched his family grow. We've watched him minister. We, we watched him go to undergrad. We, you quite literally helped fund his seminary and, and his, his time. Is, I mean, we've, we've seen all these things. We've, we've seen all this stuff take place. So um, we've poured into him, and, and now he, he, he goes. And so that's the bitter part of it. Um, you know the sweet part of it? In a weird way, it's that he goes. Like that's the sweet part, is that he models what it looks like to answer the call for all of us. He got the call, he models it, and that's the sweet part. So it's bitter, and it's sweet, and it's the same thing. It's, it's, so praise the Lord for you, brother, and, and, and your willingness to... There's not a lot of things that I can identify with people in, just in, in life in general. This one... Buddy, I get. I understand this one. Um, it is a heck of a call. And it is a heck of a gift to have a wife who's beside you in that call. Um, so, bittersweet. Bittersweet for you. Um, I mean, I think it's kind of what I talked about. Um, the, the sweet side is I believe the spiritual soul down there is extremely fertile for gospel. Um, Gospel expansion, I really do. Um, I think the, that it's fertile for um, for a plant to come in and to to enter into a community and birth gospel communities all throughout the city, and to just watch the Lord do literally what only the Lord can do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that's the story of this church, you know. Um, and so that's the sweet part. That's that's the eager part that I'm excited about. Um, and I'm really excited to be 40 minutes from the beach, but that's another thing. Um, <laughs> Sure the the uh, the bitter part um, is first uh, leaving you guys is huge. Um, leaving my family, um, leaving my church family, and leaving my home. Um, those are three big things. I quite literally feel like I can identify to some degree with Abraham, where it talks about, and uh, I think it's Hebrews eleven. But I was hung out there the other day. Um, and uh, it says, by faith, Abraham obeyed the Lord and went into the land that he had set apart for his inheritance. And he had no idea where he was going. I quite literally have no idea. I know a place, but that's about it. <laughs> quite literally have no idea where we're going and what it's going to look like. And so, um, so prayer um, for, for calmness there. Um, but that's the bitter part, but yeah. still sweet. Yeah. It's it, like it fits in so well with where we're at in joy, right? Is um, going to give your life away, and I just believe, it, and, and we've we've experienced it. Um, there's fear, like there's real fear. Like you wouldn't be human if there wasn't real fear. Um, but the beautiful side is, any time that you give your life away, the Lord pours back joy. He he pours in the cup. That's you know, and he's going to do that for you guys. There's no doubt about it. Um, so with that said, there's one thing you did not mention, uh, and, and I'll be the one who mentions it for you. Church, um, hey, we need to raise some money. Amen? I, we need to raise some money. Um, we need to raise some money specifically for the LaFoy's. And so that's what we're going to do for the next nine weeks. Um, I, I'm not up here going, hey, this is a good thing that you could give to. I, if you're a covenant partner in here, I'm saying, hey, what are you going to do? Like, what are you going to invest in this? Um, and I don't apologize for that. And we should, we should rejoice in that, church. 
that we get to be a part of church planting. And so here's what we're going to do. For the next nine weeks, we're going to have some cards. And um, those cards will give you prayer points on the back. But on the other side, it will have ways in which you can choose to give, whether it's a one-time gift, uh, whether it's an ongoing gift. There'll be more explanations on that. Uh, But as a family, I want you to go ahead and start thinking about that. What can we do uh, to give every penny that is uh, raised during this time will go directly to Tyler and Heather from our church. Um, every single penny will go to Tyler and Heather and their three kids. Uh, we'll give straight to them. So we're going to have that fundraising effort all the way until July the 23rd. On July the 23rd, we'll have a celebration day where we give said gift. Uh, to Tyler and Heather, and then we will also bless them with the finest of ice creams and cakes and goodies in a party that we have right here in this room. Um, So maybe or maybe not, we'll have a a riding Bronco Bull. He's always wanted a a Bronco Bull, a rodeo bull. Maybe we'll have that in here or or not. Uh, But we'll have a a dessert party. We're going to have a blowout. So we'll have that... um, so we're supporting him financially, we're supporting him with missional teams that will be going, we're supporting him with prayer, we're supporting him in all the ways that, that a church could possibly support him, and we want you to be involved in that. Um, so that's going to launch itself, and you'll hear more about that in the coming days. Um, so with that said, um, rubber has met the road, and the elders have walked along Tyler, he alluded to this, the elders have walked along Tyler through this. A long, long time. Probably, seriously, we started having discussions probably, gosh, four or five years ago. Um, Individually and processing through that. And and so your elder team has been incredibly gracious to walk hand-in-hand with them through this as they've walked through the decisions that they've made. Um, and, And I'd be lying to say if some of those conversations weren't hard and just kind of processing through. Uh... But by God's grace, some of them have been incredibly beautiful. And watching God orchestrate everything, every component and detail that we were begging the Lord to give to them um, to make this happen, God's done all of them. He's done every single one of them. It has been crazy to watch the Lord put those pieces together. Um, So, hey, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So what do we do now? What do we do now? We pray. (laughs) <laughs> that, yeah. What and, were you going to say? And also, say else? Uh, June 11th, uh, if, for y'all to put a name with a face, Lance and That's his right. wife are going to come up here, and then we're going to share more vision of what this looks like. Too, right. So um, today was like a 40,000-foot view. Yeah. Yeah, so that's coming. Uh, mark the day for that. Uh, Lance and April will be here. Uh, they'll share, but we're going to pray today. So, Tyler, Heather, if you guys would go smack dab right here in the center, that would probably be best. Um, just kind of get some, well, just use Nielsen or Elise as a cue card, just kind of right around there. And uh, the band's going to come back up. Um, we'll, thank, you for, thank you for being with us today, and thank you for hanging in there with us as we kind of talk through this. And so now as a church, as we contemplate joy and, and Christ as the only source of joy and have an example of giving your life away to go share that joy and all that kind of stuff, uh, we're going to pray. Um, anybody who is willing... Um, and I know some guests may be like, again, glad you're here, but don't feel like you have to do this. Um, let's gather around them. Let's lay hands on them and let's pray.
Well, again, Lord, a Memorial Day that we will never forget. And so, yeah, thank you for tangible moments like now where we're able to intercede for Tyler and Heather. Uh, God, thank you for the fact uh, that they heard your call to spread your name, that they walked through that call, and that they're now taking those steps. Um, God, there's no doubt in my mind that there are fears and questions and and all that kind of stuff rattling around in their heads. And I pray in the name of Jesus that Satan has zero foothold in their hearts and minds. Um, In the name of Christ, we bind that. Lord Jesus, would you guard their hearts and minds for your glory, uh, for your gospel. Uh, so, so God, calm, take their fears, um, and, and replace that with evidences of fruit in the gospel. And God, take their confusion um, and replace that with confidence in the gospel. Um, take all of their questions and replace that with answers through the gospel. Uh, Lord Jesus, be their source of joy right now in very practical ways. And, and so, God, we do ask you. Lord, we ask you that you would be gracious even now to to till the soil in Mobile as they head out to plant and and to and to plant their lives and, and to <laughs> land in the neighborhood and to land in schools and to land in workplaces and to land in all those things just like today, like we talked about, with gospel Christocentric intent. And as they do that. Oh, God, would you give them joy like they have never experienced before. Not always giddiness, but joy rooted in the gospel. And, Lord, I also want to pray for the hands that are surrounding them. God, I pray um, that as we unite now for the next nine weeks to think about this and, and to celebrate this and to prepare for this, Lord, would you use these individuals as funnels, funnels for prayer, that prayer would be dumped in the funnel and it would have a direct impact on the hearts of Tyler and Heather. Would you uh, remind us to pray for them often, whether it's through sticky notes or through a divine move of the Spirit, that we would just intercede and press on behalf of this family, flood them, funnel them, use these people to funnel the Lafoys with prayer. But Lord, I also pray, God, would you be gracious to funnel financial resources through these people to help on mission? God, we may not be able to go and land our feet in the mobile soil, but we can invest. And so, Lord Jesus, would you make that easy? Would you make that way clear? Maybe I shouldn't have prayed, Lord, make it easy. Make it sacrificial. Yeah. Lord, that you would cause us to contemplate all the resources that we hoard for our own temporary pleasures and replace that and send it for gospel intent and gospel pleasures. Uh, So, Lord Jesus, would we invest? Would would you make us conduits? God, would you surprise us with random monies from different places that we didn't know it was coming, we didn't expect it was coming? Um, Just do that supernatural weird thing where you just kind of drop money in through different avenues and then give us hearts to know that, hey, that was for them. Um, So God, make that miracle happen to where we can use our resources to bless them. Uh, Lord Jesus, through all of it, Would you be glorified and would you make yourself more famous? And in Christ Jesus' name we pray.
Amen and amen. Let's worship through one more song and then we'll be dismissed. Take what is